listening to Delicious, Delicious Tea, Tea Podcast by Megan and Rena. where each week we talk about different topics from genuine conversations, spilling the tea, and feeling more confident. Before I get into this week's uh, topic, I'm going to be saying again that this whole month we're going to be doing spooky season, so we're going to be doing a bunch of spooky and creepy episodes this whole month for Halloween. This week on Delicious Tea, we're going to be talking about the most haunted places in the United States. Um, I'm personally really excited for this one because <laughs> I'm really, really, really obsessed with like paranormal shows and movies and ghost spirits, demons, all that um, stuff. So this was really fun for us to like research and stuff because um, this will really spice up the spooky season. Um, so I guess I'll start. My first um, location that I picked is called the La Lori Mansion in New Orleans, Louisiana. This is known as the Torture Chamber. And um, if you haven't heard of this, this is actually on American Horror Story Season 3, I believe, Coven. And um, I don't know in the show if it was like portrayed as like being 100% correct to this to its history. But for the most part, it is. So it's almost 200 years of um, history in this, like, mansion. And this mansion is, like, kind of in downtown. So um, if you don't know, like, the New Orleans, like, vibe, um, you should look up because it's it's a big place, too. The place has a basement. So basically, um, there's been reports of paranormal activity since, you know, like, ever since La Lori died. Um and so she owned this in the 1800s, I believe it was around the 1880s or so. So Madame Laurie mistreated her slaves. So she had plenty of slaves, um, you know, back in the day like they usually would. And um, she did horrible, horrible things to them if they um, did something that they didn't, that she didn't want them to do or they did something bad or like anything little she would take them to her basement so her basement she has like all types of um chains contraptions um little mini gel cells you know like that kind of stuff and she would like literally torture them she would cut them up grab their guts out she really liked to like cut their um you know their stomachs like grab their intestines what the f and oh um, my god this was in the show I don't know if this was in real life, but um, she liked to use the blood from the slaves and put it all over her face as if it was, like, makeup. And you, like, leave it on and I think, like, wash it off later. And it was supposed to um, make you younger. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's real, so don't do that. Um, but, yeah, she just loved cutting them open. And her excitement was the idea of um, torturing these slaves. Um, and so they have tours that go on. You can go there, have a tour, and check it out and everything. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone lives in it um, as of, you know, recently at all. But um, so some mediums, if you don't know what a medium, they're able to usually talk or see the dead. And so they've had plenty of mediums go to this mansion. And basically they would... Um, they don't ever, they haven't had any experiences of, like, seeing Madame La, La Laurie. Um, but they have seen plenty of, like, children and also slaves. And they just would say, like, there's just so much sadness here. And that, like, when they would come, like, there's just so much heavy emotion and a 
lot of like lingering emotions going on and really haunted it's <laughs> yeah it's just like horrible i know to think about it yeah um mine is called shanghai tunnels and this is located in portland oregon oh it's one of the most dangerous ports in the u.s especially during the 19th early 19th century oh wow portland yeah so um there was a practice known as shanghaiing and it was a form of human trafficking According to local lore, swindlers preyed upon unsuspecting men in the local saloons, which were often outfitted with trapdoors that deposited the victims directly into the network of underground tunnels. Yeah. Oh, whoa, okay. So there was a whole underground <laughs> tunnel like system going on going on in Portland. These oh, men wow. were then supposedly held captive. They were drugged and eventually transported to the waterfront where they were sold to ships. So these were mainly um immigrant a- Asian immigrants. Um or were there kind of a mix of people? I think it was just like men, like young men that could work. Oh, if wow. that makes sense. Okay. Um they um were uh, they were sold to ships as unpaid labor, so they were basically slave, you know, human trafficking. Oh, um, some wow. worked several years before finding their way back home. The tunnels are said to be haunted by the aggravated, aggrieved spirits of the captives who died in the dark recesses beneath the city. Oh, yeah, I would be too. Yeah. <laughs> so the spooky fact is that the practice of kidnapping men to work on ships came to be known as Shanghai because ships they were sold to were often headed to East Asia. Oh, yeah. okay. And um, there's a way you can, like, visit it. It's called, like, the Portland Walking. No, so there's, like, two um, tour companies called portland walking tours and cascade geographic society they're both closed right now because of COVID 19 but they do offer guided tours of the tunnels how come i've never heard of these (laughs) tunnels but i know portland pretty well right i've never heard of this too wow um but and it also goes like don't worry they provide flashlights but oh you know it reminds me (laughs) i think a lot of cities have underground tunnels but they kind of reminds me of seattle isn't that to like escape if you were in war yeah, it could be also hiding, and it also could there also could be tunnels because they might have um, had to raise the city up. Oh, uh, they had to raise it up um, a um, a story one level because rising water. Mm. They had to do that in Seattle. Seattle, they oh, had really? to raise Pioneer Square up. Like, is it because of global warming? So we just um yeah water. yeah it was be- and also like infrastructure like the way it would settle um it would be like really loose like not safe to be on and especially for earthquakes and stuff like that so it could be li- yeah but that's that's really creepy <laughs> yeah, it is. you know actually that's reminding me of something um also in um oregon there's a town called astoria it's about uh, about an hour um, west of Portland, and that's also on the Columbia River. And you know, back in the day, they would use the river for boats. I mean, that's like how Portland really became Portland because of um, you know the ships, cargo, trading, like all that kind of stuff. And so Astoria was also part of that. And I know that Astoria also has underground tunnels where they have also um, plenty of haunting. <laughs> Plenty of paranormal activity in Astoria, Damn. if you don't know. Um, and they also had um, a lot of um, Asian immigrants, mm. especially during World War 
I think one it was or two. Um, one of them. So the early 1900s. Yeah. And yeah, they were there for war and um, also just like a new life. And I don't know if they were sex trafficking there too because if you're taking the Columbia River from Portland out, like you're saying that sex trafficking on the boats, then it could also reach Astoria. Yeah. It could have happened in there too. But yeah, yeah that's... I wouldn't doubt it. Um, <laughs> the next haunted location I'm going to be talking about is the Winchester Mystery House. Um, you probably heard of, I think the movie Winchester came out, I believe, early of 2019. Um, and people say that this movie doesn't, like, fully depict, like, what the house is and, like, the history behind mm. it. I think it's almost pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so basically, there's this giant Victorian mansion that's located in San Jose, California. It was built by Sarah Winchester, which is, um the wife of the owner of the Winchester Arms Company. Um, They made rifles back in the 1800s. It was like one of the biggest arms company in the United States for offering for World War, or um, for when we had Civil War, when we, in the night, in the 1860s, I believe it was. And so basically um, while building this home, Sarah had no blueprints, no vision, no she was constantly changing the idea. Like, each room was, like, different. It had to be different. Um, she was constantly making rooms and hallways, staircases that go to absolutely nothing. <laughs> they just go to the ceiling. And all, like, the most unique house you could really think of. And so this house started being built in 1884. Sarah was constantly hiring people to work um, around the clock, expanding the mansion. There was seven stories. 161 rooms, 47 fireplaces, and three elevators. And it was never ending. I believe it finally ended when she actually died, I think. So the history behind this. So Sarah was a widow. Her um, husband, William Winchester, died. And so it was believed ever since I think her husband died or ever since she started building the house was the reason of this. So every single night... Sarah would be going to the certain room with, like, candles lit up. You'll see it in the movie, too. They they do this. And, basically, Sarah goes to talk to these spirits. So, these spirits could be good <laughs> and they could be bad. And so, she believes all these spirits are coming to her from the Winchester. So, anyone who was anybody, like, it could be in the area or even throughout the United States, which I think is interesting, um, would come to her... Um, to that house, um, if they died of the rifle, so the rifle that they made, you know, from of their company, that they would come and haunt her, and they would believe that they were after her, unless <laughs> they did what they wanted, which was, um, she would come to them at night and be like, okay, how do you want your room done, you know, and they, she would draw it out, like, how they would want it, and so the next morning, so every morning, she'd be telling these workers, okay, I want the room to have eight, uh, lights in the chandelier, and I want the, cabinet to be this big you know and so what happens is i don't know how she does it but um basically she would trap the spirit in the room close the door like lock it bolt it and that they're in that room forever so they would like stop bothering her but it's hard to like think that these spirits are constantly coming to her so like they're constantly coming like they're it's never ending and some say this is like I don't want to say this is a myth, but this is what people believe because nobody mm-hmm. understood why she was doing this. Yeah, so some were good, some were bad, and we still don't know to this day, like, 
you know, why she was doing it. So yeah, it ended when she died. She was very short too. She was like four eleven or something. And yeah, everything the I think the ceilings weren't too tall in some rooms because you know she's kind of short. Oh, no. So like if you're over six feet, it probably would be claustrophobic ish. You oh, know, I mean not like they're not super tiny, but it's it's unique. You know, to back then, and um, there was an earthquake in I believe it was like nineteen eleven, and it like caused a lot of damage on the house, and of course they like started rebuilding again and. Went back to normal routine. And now they have touring and all that kind of stuff. You can visit there. So, wow. And, and really haunted. Sorry, I forgot to say that. It's like really, <laughs> really, really haunted. I feel like there is a lot of like touring places for like haunted places. Well, I think most of the haunted places have touring so you can understand its history. Because it's so haunted that I don't think anyone wants to like literally live there. Yeah. That's how haunted. But it's like interesting to like yeah. look like oh shit yeah like history happened here i know exactly like <laughs> this one is located in philadelphia okay. um east so this was back in 1829 um the idea of like solitary confinement was being like hotly debated so um so solitary confinement as a meaning like locking a person in with no windows and no human contact oh yeah like, so is you this can't, for, like, people, like, for jail? or is Yeah, it... it's basically kind of like prisoners. Um, they oh. resided in stone cells with virtually no human contact, and hoods were placed over their heads anytime they were moved so that they, like, couldn't oh. get any human contact. And it's, like, oh. you know, now that, you know, like, the 21st century, like, we know this is, like, a form of human torture. But this is back in 1829, and yeah, they were, like, trying different. it out, you know? yeah. It was a gothic style of prison. Okay. And it was also, like, um, not only, like, happening in Philadelphia, it was also being practiced, the like, East around the world. Penit- the yes, Eastern State Penit- oh, Penitentiary. plenty of people have been there to investigate. Mm, yeah. yeah, so um, they believe um, this Pennsylvania, like, system was replicated in several other states and in Europe. So it was, like, a popular, like, system going on. Oh. Um. And they believe that the like the ghost of the prisoners took mm-hmm. back the prison after it was closed in 1971. So it was closed a century after, basically. Century and a half after. Okay, wow. And visitors claim to see that they can, like, see wandering. Um, They can see, like, shadows wandering in the corridors and, like, wow. hear, like, whispers in the abandoned cell blocks. Is this location still, like, abandoned? Yes, it's abandoned. It's closed. Okay. But, but they're not um, wanting to tear it down, probably for its history. Um, but I don't think they teared it down. Yeah, and in the mid eighteen hundreds, there were like a thousand um tourist people who wanted to like see the prison, and this oh. is actually like a quote from Charles Dickens, and he wrote, oh. "The system is rigid, strict, and hopeless solitary confinement, oh. and I believe it in its effects to be cruel and wrong." Wow. Yeah. So even some people like back then like knew, but right now it offers um daytime tours year round as well as special events. Um, it is like one of like the country's top haunted houses, but it is suspended right now mm-hmm. due to COVID nineteen. I did see it is it is really one of the most haunted. Yeah, but it's saying um, if you're feeling brave this fall, explore the prison. Ooh, no, <laughs> <laughs> under the moonlight. During the time with... in the eighteen hundreds, wasn't that like one of the biggest hospitals like in the United States? I I, I, I think that's I what really made it know, special too. Maybe, but it's just yeah. 
Um, was there any, like, history behind, like, certain people dying there at the prison? Um, well, I think a lot of people died there or, like, went crazy. Yeah, just kind of given, you know. So, like, it just, it just kind of says that, like, legend says the ghost took back the prison, (laughs) you know. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Wow. Um, my story, um, is also in Louisiana, like, the last one I was talking about. It's called the Myrtle's Plantation. It's in St. Uh, Francisville in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. So um, this land was purchased by a man. I forgot the name, but it was purchased in 19 or sorry, 1796. <laughs> um, some claim that this land is also like has Indian burial burial grounds, which is really, really, really bad <laughs> because when Indians like take over, um, especially when they like um you know have their deceased in the ground in a certain area like it can become like really haunted because they're like trying to protect the dead basically um so yeah it, it can be bad but also plantations usually plantations are like extremely haunted <laughs> that's kind of a given but um so it's been over 200 years obviously of like history of paranormal at this place so there's a legend at this place at the plantations called the legend of chloe so, um, it didn't give me a date, but I'm guessing it's probably the 1800s because, you know, slaves. Yeah. Um, so Clark Woodruff, which was uh, known as an honest man, but also was a sex obsessed, like he was obsessed with sex. Oh God. Like, oh, dear. like also oh, dear raping Lord. people too and that kind of stuff. Oh dear Lord. <laughs> I know. And so, um. It wouldn't take him very long to, like, you know, really want and crave this certain slave girl that they had on the plantation. Her name was Chloe. And so he started to have a sexual relationship with them. But then she, Chloe, was just like, no, I can't do this. I don't want to do this, you know, because it's just wrong, obviously. And, you know, you know, slaves, they work long, very long hours, very hardworking in the brutal heat and summer and, like, all that kind of stuff. And she realized, like, if she has a sexual relationship with him like most of that like would go away probably because she's spending more time with him you know Mm -hmm. and like she wouldn't have to work as hard maybe Mm. so she went with it and basically you know i think she started to kind of maybe fall in love with him because um it was saying that you know when chloe would um kind of spy on clark and his wife and like listen in and clark caught her and got really mad and cut off her ears and so um chloe got really really mad she wanted revenge and um poisoned the wife and the two kids they died and i think he might have been somewhere else during when this happened is my guess so the slaves were um afraid you know when clark comes so the other slaves you know the plantation actually hung chloe and put her body in a river and I personally think, you know, I was trying to think, like, why, right? And I think they did that so that, like, when, you know, the husband comes back, he's not, like, going to kill all the slaves. Like, he, like, had it done. Like, be like, oh, it was Chloe. We killed her. Oh. You're okay. You know, kind of thing. So, like, the other slaves wouldn't get hurt for it, too. Yeah, and she was like and a hoe, then, basically, Yeah, too. and they were, like, scared that she was going to make all of them die. Yeah. Like, wow. they, like, not only Chloe would get hurt for, like, that, but, like, all the rest would, Yeah, like, I mean, that, they could be true. Like, they could totally like, all be blamed. Them and, yeah. 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 Yeah, like, they gained up on it, but it wasn't a gain. Like, it was... 
And um, also there was 10 other murders that happened on the plantation. It didn't go into detail what. And also a lot of deaths have happened from the yellow fever. So imagine like all of this history and then just like it's extremely haunted. Like this is like one of the top like haunted places. Where in, is it located? It's in um St. Francisville in Louisiana. Louisiana. That's it for this podcast episode, you guys. Make sure you follow us on Delicious Tea Podcast on our Instagram. We got our link in our bio for our Spotify and for our YouTube. We got updates and everything on there. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.